Ever since 1987, October has been the month where domestic violence and its victims are observed. The Purple Ribbon is used for several other important causes, but is also in honor of domestic violence victims and support for the growing awareness. Just this week, we heard about a young lady getting shot in front of her kids in Dallas, Texas. We can talk about protecting women and Black women another day, but this is really a big issue for women and men. I would love to take 10 seconds of silence for the lady who has lost her life in front of her children. Her name was Marquita Neros. She was shot 10 times in front of her three children. If we could just take 10 seconds of silence for her. Thank you. If you or someone you know is in desperate need of help, contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or TTY 1-800-787-3224. women and 39.9% of men living in the state of Georgia experienced some form of domestic violence at some point during their lifetime. During 2014, there were 117 Georgia residents that lost their lives due to domestic violence. In 29, in 29% of these situations, their children witnessed the murder of their parents. There are 27 counties in the state of Georgia that have no domestic violence services and another 26 counties that are extremely limited. Today, we have a couple of special guests on the show as we talk about the importance of raising awareness about domestic violence. Our first guest is Cassandra Green. She is the founder of two outreach ministries, W-O-W-W-W slash W-I-T-N-E-S-S. These are focused on helping hurting people. She has been in ministry for over 20 years. She is a licensed and ordained pastor and evangelist. Cassandra has worked with many organizations committed to feeding, clothing, and transitional housing. Her heart for people in prison and jail has led her to get certification for state and federal prisons and rehab programs to go in and teach as well as minister. Witness is a ministry she founded that works with people through housing, clothing, placement, and employment. Cassandra conducts workshops, retreats, and seminars on domestic violence, relationships, and communication. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Ms. Green, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for uh, allowing me to come and be with you. Yes, I am so glad that you're able to come and just bring awareness to domestic violence and everything that's going on. I wanted to ask you, what does W-O-W-W-W mean? Uh, WOW stands for Warriors of Worship and Warfare. Uh, originally, it was for women of worship and warfare, but I had so many men that participated that I had to change it to warriors. Mm -hmm. So we deal with um, hurting people, uh, whether it be domestic violence, sexual abuse, uh, emotional abuse, uh, mental health issues, um, anything, any area where a person is hurting, we believe that they can be healed. Okay, thank you. And I like that, um, how you said first it was women and then you changed to warriors because some people think that with domestic abuse and violence, it's just a lot of women that really get hurt. And sometimes it's also a lot of men too. So bringing awareness that it's men 
and women and just not women as well. So I really did like that. And then what does witness mean? Women in transition needing edifying stress-free surroundings. Okay. And that's because we have, uh, when women are transitioning, uh, whether it's with their children or alone, they need somewhere to get themselves together, get their head together, and then they can start making decisions about where they're going to go from there. But uh, I would, uh, that's a part of, of what I do. Give them that time to sort of uh, transition. Mm-hmm. You okay. Know? And it's said you've been in the ministry for like uh, about 20 years. Over well, 20 years. Over, over 20 30 years, years actually. Over, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, let us know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when did you start these two organizations were they together are they one come up after another yeah we started with wow and wow was founded uh as a result of my own abuse and Mm. realizing that there wasn't a lot of help especially when it came to churches people don't want to talk about it Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of churches have they don't talk about it Mm -hmm. and that's because a lot of times the abusers are actually a part of <laughs> mm, you better know that it's part okay. of the ministry. Yes. yes. So I deal with a lot of people that uh, their husbands who are pastors or mm-hmm. deacons or whatever. And then there are women that are abusive and women are mainly abusive verbally. Mm-hmm. Women and, and it doesn't matter because it all does damage. So whether someone is talking to you any kind of way and degrading you and making you feel less than, or whether they're putting their hand on you, to me, there's no difference. Okay. You no. think it's all... It's all, it's, it's all abuse. Mm-hmm. It's all abuse. It's yeah. All abuse. And sometimes the mental uh, uh, toll on a person can be worse than a mm-hmm. physical hit. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yes. So that, that damage and mental health is a major part of domestic violence. Many mm-hmm. women that in uh that are in domestic violence end up having to have mental health counseling. Oh, okay. That yes. makes so much sense. Because mm-hmm. even if they are gonna be the negative hit, then it goes into the Absolutely. trauma in their mind. Absolutely. And so it's like physical mm-hmm. and then mental. So you have to be able to figure both of those things out Absolutely. while transitioning. Yes, while transitioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes, I like the witness part. You said that that's to help women transition. How did that come about? Um, because I had to transition uh, when I was uh, in an abusive uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband was uh, physically abusive. And um, I, I was trying to figure somewhere to go because you can't go to your family because he knows where your family lives. Mm. You understand? You can't go to your friend because he knows where your friends live. So it's important to have a neutral place where no one knows where you are. And I tell women when you're transitioning, you don't even let your family members know where you are because that can be dangerous. You understand? Because sometimes Mm. he'll go to them and like, you know, threaten, you know, threaten them. So you don't, just to keep it safe, you just make your plan, make your move and exit. And do you know, for people who are listening in general, do Mm -hmm. you know like any place we are in Georgia, specifically Mm -hmm. Atlanta, do you know any places that they can go? There are, there are, listen, if you Google uh, domestic violence uh, shelters in Georgia, Cherokee uh, County has one of the best that I have seen around. Mm -hmm. Um, So they have one. Uh, Conyers, Georgia has a, a powerful um, shelter uh, for women there. Um, there, there are places all over Georgia. We don't have nearly enough. Mm-hmm. Not even. I mean, because when I'm calling and on a weekly basis, I'm trying to find housing for women or resource for women. 
it's shut down as far as finding shelters right now. Mm. You cannot find openings at shelters right now. Yeah, and that's something that I yes. want to bring up too. Mm -hmm. Because being in this pandemic and COVID, mm -hmm. I heard that you know, you you know, the good things like you're not spending money, you're mm -hmm. not doing this year mm -hmm. at home. But on the back end of it, a lot of domestic violence is more yes. coming because yes. um sadly I also heard this lady um mm -hmm. in Louisville, Kentucky, mm -hmm. she got killed and the man killed her and had her bones with her and they found it in Chicago. Oh, yeah. And so it's a heightened awareness because you're at home so much yeah. then you're right there with your abuser, whether that's kids, whether yeah. it's women, yeah. men, all yeah. of them. Yeah. Um and that is coming out and is more prevalent because it people is. are at home so it much. Is. It is um so yeah I'm concerned about children especially mm -hmm. that are that are in abusive uh families because school was that one place but it's like a catch-22 mm -hmm. you know you you want people to be safe both places at home and at school mm -hmm. so it, you, you got to think about all that but yeah there is a rise in um abuse of children because now they're with that abuser 24 7 basically mm -hmm. so it, and you almost as a child you you're trying to like stay out of that person's way that's hard when you're in a, maybe a small apartment or something. Mm -hmm. How do you stay out of their way? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's very hard. Yeah, you really can. So mm -hmm. do you do you work with children as well too, yeah. or do you? Okay. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually a part of um Angie's House. Uh, mm. uh, Angie's House is an organization that works mainly with children that are in abuse, and we try to educate. Everything is about awareness. Mm -hmm. You you the whole reason why I've done what I've done all these. Because you can't make anyone leave a situation. Mm -hmm. If if you know the statistics, and I'm sure you're familiar with it, most women, it takes them six to seven times before they finally decide to leave an abuser. Think about that. You're being beaten. You're being threatened. You're being verbally But you stay there or you go back because he says, I won't do it again. I promise. I love you. Blah, 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 blah. And most women go back because they want to, who doesn't want to be loved or feel like they're being loved, even if it's not real love. Love does not hurt. Hurt. Hello. Basically. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It shouldn't. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. That's, what the, that's yeah. great. It yeah, shouldn't hurt. So it should not hurt. Yeah, it's something wrong. Yes, and so um, I heard that you do this uh, brunch um, yes. that you put on. So if you could tell us a little bit more about that and how long you've been doing that, how mm -hmm. it came about. Uh, we have been doing uh, domestic violence uh, something. We always do something for the month, uh, the Domestic Violence Awareness Month, October. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, probably about 25 years now, okay. we've been doing some type of event. This year, we decided to do it as a brunch. Mm. And so we, um, I partnered with um, BPU um, uh, uh, Media and uh, and uh, Global Network, and I partnered with um, Kesha Young, um, uh, with um, Divas, and mm. we we mm. came together and we decided to do a brunch this year. So what we'll have is we'll have speakers from different organizations that deal with domestic violence and abuse whether sexual abuse, domestic, but whatever it is. And then we have performers. I, I work with a lot of actors. So I've written several scenarios based on what I have dealt with in counseling people over mm. the years. So these are actual scenarios of what women, children, and men have gone through. So we have those acted out by actors. And then we have performers because this is a very dark subject. 
but I don't want people to leave with a dark thought. So we have at the at the end and all through the um, program, we have people performing upbeat. You can make it. Don't don't give up. Da, 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 because you don't want them to leave with dark thoughts. Mm, mm -hmm. You can get through this. Okay. I did. You I can't get through saying. it. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. And so then the passion and the um, educating and bring the awareness from it is because personal experience and people who absolutely who you um, also counseled as well. So for someone who may not have experienced that mm -hmm. before, how do you um, let them know, like bring awareness and educate people? And because some of it they know may be getting abused, how would you say someone should go about that or handle that situation? The to, biggest thing, Alicia, do not tell them you that doesn't make sense it's crazy for you to just stay there and be abused because you have become the abuser to them in in their mind you've become the abuser because they're already being controlled and told what to do and you know blah 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 by the abuser so you say girl you need that so stupid get out of there you know just walk away it's very easy for you to say just walk away but unless you're in that situation it's not that easy. I was an educated woman being abused by my husband. And it doesn't matter what anyone said. I loved him. I felt like I could change him. That's another mistake that a lot of women make. And men, you cannot change anybody if they don't want to be changed. So you can pray fast, lay on the floor, snot, do whatever <laughs> you want to do. But an abuser, and because it's all about control, mm -hmm. he is not going to change his behavior. Mm -hmm. He has to want, or she has to want to do that. That makes sense. I see what you're saying mm -hmm. um, within the control and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So with the, and um, for a person who may know, uh, what do you think, or how do you think the best that conversation could be handled mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. with someone talking to who got to be? Put it back to them. So if they're telling you oh, he's beating me, da, da 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 da, well, what do you want to do? Make it make it where you're giving them back their power. Mm. So the way to give them back their power is to put it back to them. What do you think about this? What would you like to see happen? What do you want to do? You. It's not me making a choice for you. It's you making that choice and taking your own power back. Mm. That's that's essential. People have to get their power back. That is what is going to impact their life and make them do the moves that they need to make. Okay, giving them power. Yes. Them, okay, okay yeah. I see what you're saying. And, and so you said that you've been doing this for about 25 or 20, 25 years and then your events and things like that. What other events do you have or what else do you do throughout the year um, <laughs> <laughs> that maybe people can learn more about? Yeah, and yeah. Well, um, for every month that we have an awareness month, just about, I cover mental health awareness month. So mm -hmm. that's in April or May. So I'll do something during that month. Sexual assault uh, awareness month is April, I know for sure. And we do something for that. Um, so any awareness, uh, teen dating violence is uh, February. We do something for that. So we are constantly bringing awareness to these particular uh, areas where people need to be healed or mm -hmm. set free mm -hmm. and we can do it and we talk constantly so i'm always talking about domestic violence year round because it's happening year yeah. round it's mm -hmm. not just october mm -hmm. uh like breast cancer awareness is not just october this is happening year round to people so i just try to focus on dealing with awareness in different areas all the time 
Mm -hmm. Always holding the con. It's nothing but a conversation. Mm -hmm. It's nothing but a conversation. And so that's what you want to do. Have conversations on these different issues year round. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So you said you do one for sexual assault, mental health teen, awareness, mental health teen health. dating violence. Now, now let me tell you something about teen dating violence that I think a lot of people don't realize. Most women that are killed, 50% of women that are killed are killed by men that they met in their teens. Mm -hmm. They're killed by people that they met while they were in their teens. So you're talking uh, the number 16 to 24 is where most of your uh, murders especially take place. 16 to 24 years old. Think about that. What age is that? That's your teen, your high school, and your college years. Mm -hmm. That is some serious stuff. That means that these relationships are starting and they're getting violent very early. Very quickly. Very early. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's something for us to think about. Definitely thought about that too. As I just turned 25, I'm like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. it's definitely mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. age. And there's a lot going on even when you go to college. And mm -hmm. You don't really know people. You don't know how yep. things can happen. Mm -hmm. People have high school sweethearts and stuff like mm -hmm. that. It's mm -hmm. definitely. Mm -hmm. And think about it. When, when, uh, when, uh, let, let's take a, a guy and a girl. And he says, um, he says, where, where, where are you? Um, oh, I'm hanging out with, you know, Cheryl. Um, well, why, where are you? Uh, how long are you going to be with Cheryl? Well, we're just hanging out at the mall. Well, what time were you going to be back home? The, the more that person begins to, that's a control mechanism to know where you are, what you, what you're doing and who you with almost all the time. That should be red flags for anyone, young, old, it doesn't matter. That is a red, yeah. Some more red flags. Oh yeah, that's that. That is yeah. Red flags are there. A lot of times we just don't pay attention. So if someone has to know where you are all the time, that's a problem. If that person has to be in your space, like when you all the time, that should be a problem. You can be in love with somebody and still give them their freedom to be who they are, to do what they want to do, and you not control that. Abusers have to control every aspect of their victim's life. Mm, every true. aspect. He has he has to know and be controlled, trolling over every aspect of your life. And so a man is more physical abuse, and then you said women is more verbal. 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 You know women that just... Go Listen, we all have them sisters that go in. They talk to their man like they're nothing and nobody. And that is abuse. Mm -hmm. You know, shut up. You don't tell me what to do. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, just constantly that nag, 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 yelling, screaming, hollering, degrading the person in front of his friends. That That's a problem. Mm. That's a problem. Because you are trying to control that person uh, through whatever. And some women use sex. Come on now. Some women use finances. Come on now. So we, we you just got to know where people, you know, what are they using to control you? And then on both sides, there are red flags for what people are trying to do in the relationship. Mm -hmm. I like that. Earlier you touched on about like in church and like the people who are abusing mm -hmm. and stuff like that. None of that's a real big conversation because everything, you know, they try to throw under the rug everything or try not to mm -hmm. talk about, talk it, about it, it and mm -hmm. everything because it's like okay hush hush like whatever mm -hmm. is going on this or it's not going on no that's not really true or whatever and so um thinking about abuse and you know uh how 
children might tell like their parents about that somebody's using them and like sometimes the parent doesn't believe them so like that. I know that happens a lot with um in this yeah, world yeah. and so with having those conversations stuff like that what advice would you give I guess it's to children um mm-hmm. are somebody's like someone tells me something but they don't believe, or um a child tells one of yeah. the parents something and they don't believe it like how do you you have to go to someone outside uh, if if your parent if someone is abusing you and we actually have that scenario being played out by a six-year-old tomorrow mm-hmm. um if mm-hmm. someone is abusing you and you uh, in your parent, you feel like you can't tell a parent, then you need to go to a school teacher, a friend's mom, so go to someone outside, but you have to tell someone because nothing is going to change if you don't tell. Mm-hmm. I I was abused by a preacher mm-hmm. from four to 12 years old. And this was my grandmother's boyfriend, mm-hmm. a preacher. And so I hated anything that had to do with ministry. And I ended up being in ministry. I was like, hey, y'all dirty, low down, so-and-so. You know, that, that was my that was my take on it. What? Mm-hmm. You know? And so, um, but I never told my grandmother because I was afraid of her and the way that she was. That mm-hmm. it'd be like, because there, and a lot of parents are still like this today. What happens in the house stays in the house. You mm-hmm. don't talk about anything going on under the roof. Mm-hmm. regardless of what it is. A lot of kids still live with that today. And yeah. that saddens me because mm-hmm. when I talk to children that have been abused, that is the biggest thing. Their mother always would tell them what happens in the house stays here. You don't discuss it with anyone else. Mm-hmm. So you have children that are in bondage, being abused, that are afraid to tell anyone, or afraid to tell the parent but they can tell a school counselor. They can tell, you know what I'm saying? Their friend's mom, mm-hmm. someone that can help them. And mm-hmm. those are the types of scenarios when I write, those are some of the scenarios that I write about, things that I've heard kids say mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah, and that, and that always gets sticky too in a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like now this new, like new generation, you know, millennials, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. they're like, it's like, yeah, whatever happens in the house, yeah. it doesn't stay in the house. Yeah, don't. Thing, <laughs> it's going to get out because you mm-hmm. got to find something. But mm-hmm. also too, now how you were saying earlier like people are getting more abused because they're at home it's like well who can that child go to without that child counselor or even when you do go to the child counselor then someone gets a call and the mama could be like no he did not do that and so it's just like a never-ending cycle and different but it's not that easy anymore to say no someone didn't do Uh it because they're going to come in they're going to they may remove the child out of the home temporarily until they investigate what's happening. So it's not that simple anymore that they just say, oh no, you know, she has active imagination. No, because another thing really, um, behaviors, children that are being abused, they have certain behaviors. They can become extremely withdrawn Mm -hmm. or they can become extremely promiscuous and yes. Mm -hmm. So then you have to pay attention to the child's behavior. If your child was has been acting a certain way most of their life, then all of a sudden they're acting, you know, totally opposite from the way that you need to find out what has happened to make that child's behavior change. Parents pay attention to your yes. children. Yes. <laughs> Don't abuse your children. That's <laughs> so true. And what you said earlier, um, I thought about that too. That was interesting. Like kids do get abused when they're younger and all that trauma can happen. And then they end up either they could become an abuser or they could mm-hmm. be still abused because what they had or something like that. And, the, and you don't say anything. So you're just like, okay, this is how this is supposed this to be. Supposed to mm-hmm. uh-huh. And then that goes into 
something. So mm-hmm. it's like well, mm-hmm. when you find somebody, mm-hmm. you're stuck in the cycle over yes, and over yes, because you don't yes. ever know how it's really supposed to be because you never really see I've it. I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I, I was in an abusive uh I saw my mom being abused. That's how mm. it started. And then I was sexually abused. So I have all of this abuse that I've experienced and seen. So then my mindset is, is this normal? Mm-hmm. Is, it, am, is, is this supposed to happen? You know what I'm saying? So then you start questioning your own self, like, Maybe you're the one. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not them. It's something wrong with you. And then, so I got into, ended up getting into an abusive relationship. Still did not realize that I was the one damaged and I need help. I mm-hmm. need to get help. So then you keep making the wrong choices because of what you have been through and what love looks like. Love looks like different things to different people. Mm-hmm. We know that. Yeah. So what, what somebody else may say, how could you ever think that that person loved you? You can't say that because you don't know what love looks like to that person mm-hmm. in their heart, in their mind. You know, so you can't judge. You you got to help them when you can, but you mm-hmm. can't judge it. Oh, that is true. I like that. You don't know what love looks like. To no, else. no, that's to somebody else. Yes, yeah. That's okay, but that's wrong not- is wrong as hell. You can be mm-hmm. wrong as hell, but that's what it looks like to you. It mm-hmm. looks like love to you until you can come to an awareness that this is not love. Yes, that is so crazy. That's so that's such a like a thinking point. Like mm-hmm. everybody don't think love is the same. <laughs> so Mm-mm. that's um something mm-hmm. that you do have to think about. That that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like what? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um yes, yeah, so I'm glad you came here and you talked about it and you shared um your experience and what you've done over 20, 25 years in mm-hmm. the ministry and with domestic violence and just bringing awareness to it so people will know yes. um, i know this month is domestic violence awareness month so i thought why not bring somebody Absolutely. on the podcast to talk about all the things it's definitely dark but it's yes. definitely something that we need to bring to light so light. more people mm-hmm. know about it just Absolutely. and it's so crazy just how you hear about the different stories and different things that you see mm-hmm. and it's just like oh my goodness it's like i would have never thought that mm-hmm. you, I have never seen that. Do you remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, the young lady that got uh, killed in Dunwoody, her and her mother? Did you hear about that? Two, like two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago in Dunwoody, the young lady decided that she wants to leave. And can we just, uh, if you just give me one minute just to mention this, women and young women, when you are about to leave someone, you never tell them your plan. That is when most women are killed. Why? Because you're taking that power away from that person and trying to regain your own power. And that drives them literally crazy. Most of the women that I know that have been killed, they told the abuser that they were leaving. You need to make a plan, set a strategy of how you're going to get out safely. This girl told him he was leaving. She was leaving. Her mom and brother came to the apartment where they shared and asked asked for Dunwoody went there to get her things. They put the things in the car. He came out with a gun and killed the mother, the daughter, and shot the brother. And the other person, I think, in the car was not hurt, but another teenager. But you have to be extremely careful when you're trying to make an exit plan from an abuser. Mm. 
No, I didn't hear about that. Yes. I didn't hear about that. But mm -hmm. uh, when you're taking out the preacher thing, I heard it was like a month ago. It mm -hmm. was like in Florida. Florida. I heard yes, about that. the mm -hmm. lady, mm -hmm. they came to the house mm -hmm. and then he went to her job yep. and shot yep. her. And I'm yep. just like. Oh, yeah. It's serious. The the, yeah, the, the yeah. it doesn't matter. Things. It doesn't matter. People are people. People are people. Day. That's at, at the end of the day. And... Yeah, and there. Uh, that's why you don't put anyone on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. I don't put that's people true. on pedestals because anyone can be capable of anything at any given time. That is true. You cannot hold you on pedestals because mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. think, oh, they're so great. They're yeah, so yeah, grand. yeah. You don't know what they still capable of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That is so crazy. But yes, definitely. Um, is there anywhere um that people can follow you at? Absolutely. Keep in touch with you, Facebook. You know? Yes, yeah, Facebook, uh, which is wow, um, W O W W uh, Ministries. Uh, uh, you can find me on Facebook under that. Um, you can find me on Twitter at yes. wow God, W O W W G O D. Uh, Instagram, same thing, W O okay. W W G O D. Um, if people want to reach me, if you have a, a, a question or you have a problem, mm -hmm. you can reach me directly at 770 899 7424-770-899-7424. And I'll be glad to answer or help in any way I can. Yes. Thank you so much. I Absolutely. definitely appreciate you coming mm -hmm. on. I definitely appreciate thank your you. time and, you know, bringing awareness to mm -hmm. a dark situation mm -hmm. and good luck on your event tomorrow. Thank you. Thank I'm so you. excited for that. Um, and whatever else you have, you know, just let us know we'll be here to support you oh, thank you so as much. well and so thank you for coming on here mm -hmm. and any last words would you like to say uh please if you are in a situation where you are being abused please reach out to someone because everyone says that it'll never happen to them mm -hmm. and those are the ones that i see that end up being killed oh my goodness and i've seen six women killed over my 25 years of doing this all because they would not walk away. There is a way to get away safely. And you need to find that that way. Mm. Do you feel like the best way is to just get out the state? Get out. Yeah. Yeah. Just... At least you got it. You got to make sure that that person cannot find you. You got to make sure until you can get yourself together, you got to make sure they can't find you because that's when it becomes extremely dangerous. You've left, you've taken the control, and now they'll kill you to, to make sure that they feel like they're in control. Mm -hmm. That is so scary. It is. Yes, it really is so scary. Mm -hmm. But yes, nevertheless, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, thanks for your last <laughs> tidbits. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that sounds... That's a lot, though. That's just a lot to just mm -hmm. recap. Just mm -hmm. don't tell anybody. Yeah. Get a plan. Mm -hmm. a strategic. Strategic plan. plan. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, you know, just find somebody else, not your family mm -hmm. or your friends, someone else. Mm -hmm. Don't tell nobody at your job either because they can no. come to your job. Mm -hmm. Well, that happens all the work. time. We see that happen all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 The job one is really, think, is really a big one because it's crazy like you went into someone's shop and wanted oh, to yeah. kill them oh yeah oh yeah oh um, yeah. no yeah yes that's, that's yeah. really scary yeah so yeah thank you all for thank listening you. um hopefully y'all enjoy this episode to shed some light on what is going on make sure y'all like comment and subscribe
Do what? I want to pause it. Pause it? 